Welcome to Zila Food. Zila is the German word for soul, so soul food, but Zila food. This podcast is in conjunction with Zila Magazine, an online magazine bridging faith, cultures, and culture. I'm Ali Forti, an American Southern girl who travels and loves talking to people. I'm bringing you conversations from global movers and shakers from somewhere in the world. From these conversations, hopefully you'll be inspired to move and shake too. Thanks for spending time with me today. I hope you get fed, so let's begin. Welcome to another episode of Zayla Food Podcast. I'm glad that you're here. Thank you for giving me a bit of your time. I think you're going to love today's conversation that I had with Shafali Karani. Uh, We met a few days ago in Dubai, and she's a phenomenal woman because she has accomplished a lot at such a young age. She's an Indian American, and she left the U.S. at age five and grew up between Mumbai and Dubai. And with high expectations, she became an executive at the age of 21 at her family's corporate business in Mumbai. And then she went on to fulfill family business responsibilities and she became an an executive and she's a board member for two other companies. But this year, she launched a book called Own It, and it it helps individuals prove themselves as capable leaders. This book was written based on the lessons Shafali has learned in life, helping her to become a confident leader and progress in her career. She knew what it takes, and she believes that people can also learn what it takes to own it. And that's what we get into in our conversation. Uh, She resides in Dubai with her husband and she's moving and shaking, doing some inspiring things as a young woman in business. So enjoy this chat with Shafali Karani. And I hope that you learned something that you can take away and apply into your own life. So Shafali, right? I'm saying it right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's such a great honor to be in front of you today as Thank a you. woman who's moving and shaking. <laughs> it's so nice to meet you too, Ali. Yeah, wonderful. Okay, so you've got this new book that's out. We're going to get to that. But you are gifted in entrepreneurship and being business-minded. And you grew up between India, the U.S., and Dubai. Would you say growing up between these three places contributed to your entrepreneurial edge? I would say it really did um, because, you know, originally I'm an American and growing up with all these different cultures around me really helped me open up my eyes to see a whole new world and kind of gave me a competitive edge in the sense that, you know, moving around all the time, you're always preparing for change. Mm -hmm. In fact, in my book, I mentioned that I've moved around almost uh, maybe about 19 times. So that's a lot for someone to move around and, uh, you know, to different countries and stuff. But uh, it really has made me who I am, like the woman I am. And I feel it was a really good experience. I see. Um, And then growing up in an entrepreneurial family did that also contribute to your business savvy skills in addition to traveling a lot of course it did um, you know my parents are like my my role models and just looking at them even today they're still working i really admire them um, and I really wanted to be like them whenever, when I was a kid, you know, especially as a teenager. Mm-hmm. I really admired what they were doing. So that kind of, you know, um, I kind of grew up with the idea that I wanted to be like them. And this is something that I wanted to do that I was really passionate about. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that's fascinating. Okay, so you became an executive at 21. What was that like? It seems like it would be overwhelming and scary. So actually, it was a little bit um, overwhelming for me, I would say, um, you know, especially to handle some of the company's operations, you know, um, and coming in the public eye, I would say. I really didn't expect to handle so much work in the beginning, but you know, my parents really thought I was ready for it and um, you know, and I had all the qualifications as well, you know, graduating the top of my class from Drexel University and of course I had to work um, later on, um, you know, towards my MBA and getting my CIBE and everything like that. So I have a couple of, uh, a couple of degrees and certifications um, so that I could qualify to become a board director and whatnot. Wow. And is it intimidating being a young woman in, I would assume, a male-dominated business environment? Of course it is. I mean, um, I've gotten sometimes like, people telling me that I'm too young, I'm not fit for the job being a woman, um, that I should be at home, uh, you know, taking care of everything, I should already start having kids and whatnot. I think every woman really goes through that, especially if they're working, and even if they're not working, they still have to deal with this. Mm -hmm. In this day and age, um, I feel like it really hasn't changed a lot from what it was before, but it's just something that we as a woman have to you know, have to deal with every time, but we have to just take it as something that's going to build you up and, you know, not take you down and tear you apart. And it shouldn't define you at all. And how do you overcome that? Like, are there any tips that you have? Oh, please. <laughs> um, any tips that you have on walking into a, a boardroom meeting and it's men there, or when you get negative, maybe comments? Sure. So um, actually, one of the things that I do is uh, I make sure I always dress up appropriately for the meeting, dress your best, um, always make sure that you act and talk the way that you want to. Um, don't be intimidated by the people that are there, whoever it is, um, even if the women are more experienced than you in their careers or whatever it is. Um, and just be yourself because mm -hmm. the moment you do that people are going to respect you um, they're not going to care that you you know don't have a degree from a certain school or whatever but they're going to just look at you and say okay I want to talk to you but just because you're confident yeah that makes a lot of difference body language and mm -hmm. confidence in fact I do talk about that in my book um, that's one of the issues I kind of faced when I first started working you know being so young mm -hmm. and over the years I kind of learned how to dress for work and mm -hmm. how to dress for meetings interviews Views and whatnot um, so you just kind of learn it over time but I would just say dress professionally dress the way you want to and dress for the job that you want yeah yeah that that brings a, a lot of change or it, it affects a lot of um, how meetings go so um, I found this interesting um, you like so many have dealt with bullying in school mm -hmm. How would you say that those negative experiences, the rejection, uh, propel you into overcoming and then just going into business? Because I too faced that in school and I think in those young years when you're constantly being bullied and I was a little bit on the overweight side, it made my self-confidence go down that I was like a turtle in a shell. So how, how have you 
Believe it or yeah, not, I used to be exactly the same. I was also once an overweight teenager, close to being overweight, I would say.、Um, I did not like the way I looked. I didn't、mm. like the way people treated me, and I didn't know how to deal with the bullying.、Um, and of course, that,、um, that's not to say that even though nowadays、um, you know, I'm all healthy and fit and, and I feel good about myself. But you still can deal with bullying. I feel it doesn't go away.、Um, even at work, you can deal with bullying, even right now.、Um, and like I said, sometimes people just really don't care about what you have to say or do. You just have to eventually do what you want to do, like be passionate about it. And then I feel people really listen to you.、Um, so I'd say one of the biggest achievements related to this would be、uh, getting an interview, a TV、mm-hmm. interview. Uh, that I did recently, and that's on YouTube、uh, for the feminist perspective.、Okay. Um, and that actually happened because of the way I was,、uh, you know, very confident while I was at Columbia Business School getting my CIBE. I met someone, and、um, she was like, Oh, you should be on my show because of the confidence you exude. And,、um, and one of the topics we do talk about is、um, bullying, like how I dealt with that, and、um, you know, how people treat you at work, like how as women do you deal with that. And I really think、um, that is important to know that you're not alone. A lot of women deal with it.、Um, in fact, even men deal with it、yeah. too. So、um, it's, it's a very universal problem that people face. Would you say that there was a turning point in your life that, yes, you maybe didn't have enough confidence in yourself, bullying, that kind of thing, but then you just kind of decided in your mind, like, you know, I come from an entrepreneurial family. I have this international abroad living experience. I'm just gonna shoot for the stars and go after my dreams. And yeah, did, was there a defining moment that you realized that you have great potential? Yes, so、um, actually, there was a point in time, and this was in high school、um, when I was going through all of this stuff.、Um, You know, and I kind of went through this、um, time, in, this really low period in my life.、Um, I had a couple of health issues as well, and I just,、um, one day I just kind of had like a breakdown and、um, I couldn't take it anymore. And I just thought I was like a big failure, and I was like, you know, crying like to my parents. You know, because when you're a teenager, you have a lot of pressure in high school and whatnot, a lot of expectations, and I also have. Like expectations of what college to go to and what job you're gonna get, like everything was just,、mm-hmm. you know, everything just kind of happened at once. So I had a kind of nervous breakdown, which I actually talk about in my book, but that was a defining moment for me because then I realized that wait, I don't w a n t to be this person that I am right now because this isn't me. I don't w a n t to be this overweight teenager who's feeling so sad because I know I'm super smart. I got accepted into a lot of good colleges and there's a lot of good opportunities out there for me. And my family also knows that eventually I do w a n t to work with them and they're very supportive about that、um, and they're going to guide me and whatnot. So I really essentially had nothing to worry about, but I guess, you know, being a teenager, you really can't see it at the moment that. Hey,、um, the answer is right in front of you, and you don't have anything to worry about. But、um, to, to all the young girls out there, I'd like to say、um, no matter how you are, whether you're you know, overweight or skinny or whatever, or you don't feel good about yourself,、um, don't let anyone say otherwise because、um, you definitely can be much more just, just like I am today. I, if, I, if I just listened to what everyone else was saying and I didn't have. I didn't have to go through that defining moment. I really wouldn't have realized that this is my potential, you know, and this is who I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to 
share my story and like inspire people and give back to the community around me and be a role model for those around me and even to my family so yeah. I would say that's the best thing to do for yourself yeah it takes time to get there but um, eventually I think um, people can get there if they don't give up <laughs> so you have a new book out called own it where did the inspiration come for that, why do you think you were ready to write this book and why is the world ready to receive it? So I actually wrote this book um, as sort of like an, um, some advice I would give to um, you know, students out there, people who are working in a family business, like women out there who have their own businesses, um, sort of like an inspiration. Um, and also kind of like a guideline to show that um, yes, you can, yes, you can do what you feel like you can do and achieve what you want to do. Um, and also the book proceeds are going to be going towards a really good cause. Um, I'm a, actually a member at the Women's Circle in Columbia Business School, so it's going to be going partly towards that and um, partly towards student scholarships at Drexel University, both of which are my alma maters. Mm -hmm. So um, I really feel that's a good thing to do, um, you know, give back to society. Um, that was my main goal, to like get back and inspire people around me. So that's kind of how it came about. I see. And and what does the, like the thesis of the book? What does it focus on? So it focuses on the leadership lessons I learned while becoming a businesswoman to write about right now. Um, you know, and I think a lot of people kind of resonate with it, and you know, see that they're not alone on this journey that they have, and that. You know, like I said before, they can totally achieve what they want to do if they really put their minds to it. So it's it's just sort of like you know, like an inspirational type of read, and hopefully some universal lessons will resonate with others around me. Yeah, um, isn't it one of the themes of the book, women being able to balance your personal life and your work life? Can you speak to that a little bit? How sure. women can balance? Um, in fact, you know, because I've been moving around a lot um, and my work is actually based in India right now, in uh, in Mumbai. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm based, I'm actually based in Dubai, the UAE. So, and I have to like travel a lot for like meetings and um, anything that comes up. Uh, just because, you know, I, I just got married like a few years ago and... Um, and then our business isn't here. So I had to make that decision that how am I going to work remotely from a different country? How am I going to balance it out? Um, you know, we made a couple of um, decisions that, you know, it was going to be like a type of flexible work schedule. Um, you know, and the timings are also different in India. It's like an hour and a half um, in front of Dubai as well. So, and their work days are completely different from Dubai as well. So, um, I made all those adjustments. I found like um, an office. I actually have a uh, like a home office that I kind of work from, and um, the timings are very flexible. But I would just like to mention that um, you know, not just that, but I also have to like handle you know like normal household stuff like mm -hmm. social events, like mm -hmm. family events and whatnot. So um, trying to balance that all together, you know. I feel is one of the one of the biggest issues that we have as women is yeah. trying to have it all. You know, can you do it all? I I think it's really possible. I mean, I've seen my friends. You know, um, all around me, they they're able to do it. And um, if you really want to, I think you can. But you have to have a little bit of an open mindset in saying that. Um, you know, maybe I'm not going to be able to work full time. Like right now, 
I'm not working full time. I'm working part time.、Mm-hmm. Um, I used to work full time before, but I still have the same responsibilities. But that doesn't make the work that I do、um, any less than what it was before. So,、um, you know, just having that in mind, I would like to tell、um, other women out there, or even men who are doing like a part time type of job, that. Um, if you love your job, why not just continue doing it? If it's something that you like, go for it.、Um, I always feel it's important that you should follow your dreams, do something that you're passionate about, because、um, then that's eventually what makes a difference in your life, and、um, especially with others. Yeah. And do you think it's harder for women than men to to balance family life and work life? I would say nowadays that、um, you know it, there's like a balance between both.、Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because even looking at my husband, he's really supportive.、Um, you know, whenever I travel and everything, and he and he's also working、um, for his own、uh, family business. So he understands like how the rules work and everything, and、um, we need to have that balance. And sometimes it's all about compromise, right?、Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, like how to. Well, not really about compromise. I would say it's more like a balancing act.、Uh, it's probably finding a good life partner that is flexible and understanding, right, to what your job is. Right. So,、um, you know, I would just say as long as you both have an understanding, or、uh, you know, that this is what you want to do, and and they're supportive about it, I think it's it's pretty much okay. Like my like my family. Luckily, has been really supportive over the years.、Um, even even my husband, you know, since I've been like even before we got married, he's been very supportive、um, and understanding about this. And in fact, it's like one of the qualities that he really likes about me is because、like, I'm I'm very like upfront about everything,、um, and you know I tell it as it is.、Uh, kind of like how my book is. It's、uh, you know I kind of tell. How the work is like, you know, the corporate world is, and how like women deal with it from a first-hand perspective, and using that to kind of formulate like these lessons that I've learned, and and、um, yeah. But I think that's that's pretty much it. Yeah,、um, I was speaking with a woman at the Will Conference yesterday,、mm-hmm. and she's saying, you know, this is great. We've got a conference discussing these topics, but. She works a lot with women. She's a consultant on how they handle stress in the corporate world and in their jobs. How do you stay grounded? How do you? What tools do you use to, to yeah to stay grounded? Your peace of mind, handling the work stress. Is it a spiritual practice or is it exercise? Sure,、um, I would say、um, it's a combination of everything. I really love to do、um, you know. A little bit of yoga, just a little bit of breathing, like relaxation techniques mostly,、um, and also a little bit of、um, you know exercise. That's really good, you know, to just to,、um, to keep yourself a little bit stress free.、Um, also, I do a little bit of singing as well on the side, just just for fun.、Um, I actually was in、um, the university chorus in school, and even in high school, I、um, I sang during both my graduations, like.、Um, So it was, it was a lot of fun. So I've had that experience, and I and I just continue singing for fun. So that that really kind of de-stresses me, just because. Yeah, everyone needs something else <laughs> outside of work. Yeah.、Uh, so it's it's a good outlet. Like you should find definitely find something that, you know, is kind of like, uh, kind of like a meditative. Has like a meditative type of quality.、Um, you know, makes you feel very relaxed、mm-hmm. and you know balanced. 
But at the end of the day, it kind of comes to what do you like to do, like I said, and just what helps you to de-stress. So it could be really different depending on what you like to do. Yeah. Okay, a couple of last questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe it's very important for women to give, uh, to, to help other women climb to where they're trying to get to. Who has been inspirational in, in helping you get to where you've gotten to, and how do you help other girls get to where they're trying to get to? I would say my mother was like the biggest inspiration because growing up she was handling like household stuff as well as working with my dad so she's been like a huge inspiration to me just watching her do all of that and balance it all out. I really wanted to like be like her you know like just um, just you know be like her and kind of hopefully one day achieve what she's achieved so far. Um, how do you um, help other women climb to the next level so what I do is I want to like empower women around me so I do that by doing some mentorship opportunities mm-hmm. at Drexel University and through the women's circle at Columbia Business School um, it's a great way to kind of share your story and like help others and I think it's very important to empower others around you if um, if you don't uplift them who else is going to do it and um, I feel like nowadays well, women are very competitive with each other, especially in the workplace, and um, it's not a really good environment to kind of go to, but uh, you kind of learn how to navigate through that and see um, how to exactly, how exactly you're going to face the problem in front mm-hmm. of you. So I would say the best way to do that is just, uh, you know, talk to other women out there, um, network a lot, um, be a part of some organizations that you really care about, and just, you know, try to do your best to empower others around you. Yeah. Last question. Finish this sentence. Own it means... Own it means love what you already have. And that means basically embrace everything. The perfections, imperfections, your anger. Uh, however you are as a woman, as a man. Just, just as the way you are, just love what you already have. Love what you have. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Safali. This has been great. It was a pleasure. Yeah, wonderful. I hope you enjoyed this podcast conversation and that it fed you in some way to pursue your own dreams. Be sure to subscribe to Zayla Mag at zaylamag.com, S-E-E-L-E-M-A-G.com, where you'll be automatically entered to win our giveaways. And follow us on Instagram at Zayla Magazine. S-E-E-L-E magazine. Till next time.